Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me in all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Hello, and welcome back to the August light. Today, we are joined by a very special guest, and I'm so excited to have her here with me. On today's show, we will be speaking with Shermaine Cole about yoga and meditation. Shermaine was born in the Bronx, but her family relocated to Atlanta, Georgia when she was 10 years old. She attended Dunwoody High School and Clark Atlanta University after that. She holds certifications in Kundalini, Hatha, Egyptian, and Yin Yoga, as well as myofascial release. In addition to all of her certifications, she is a contortion enthusiast and a Qigong practitioner. She initially became interested in yoga after buying a Hatha DVD in high school. However, it wasn't until after she became more aware, spiritual, and switched to a plant-based lifestyle that her and her husband began to make yoga a part of their daily life. She fell in love with the practice of Hatha and became a yoga instructor five years ago. Not only is she well-versed in yoga, she also owns a holistic cosmetic company called Kometic Aesthetics and a yoga flexibility training company. When she's not being an entrepreneurial boss, she travels the world and enjoys all that life has to teach her. I told y'all I had a lot of amazing people, and today is no different. Please welcome Shermaine Cole. So how are you feeling today, love? You all right? I'm feeling good, and I'm I'm so honored to be here on your show. Uh, this is my first interview that I've ever done, so I'm excited for that as well. We're going to start in with our first question for you. What is the difference between yoga and meditation? Honestly, I feel like yoga and meditation go hand in hand together. But if you want to define yoga, yoga is really the connection of mind, body, and spirit. It's with intentional movements connected to your breath work. So really focusing on your breath work. And yoga doesn't have to be about like being super flexible or doing all the trendy poses you see online. It's simply about just taking that time to breathe. Don't do, usually. (laughs) I like that. So it's like time to yourself to regulate how you're feeling to just settle down and breathe and just take a moment basically exactly exactly and I would say like for meditation it's really about a process of learning how to bring awareness and consciousness into your life so like if there's anything you want to focus on or manifest basically clear the cookies like if you were clearing the cookies on your computer or your phone we're so bombarded by technology and tv and media and things like that so just getting to self and really connecting with yourself okay so basically i would say decluttering your life in a way decluttering your mind right decluttering your mind so that you can have a better quality of life and really focus on what's important sometimes that gets lost in the sauce let's say when we're worried about paying bills or you know we're getting caught up in tv and media and social media and things like that so just focusing on what's important to you what you want to manifest, and how to bring yourself to peace when you need to. Okay, I like that because that gave me a different way of thinking about meditation and the combination of meditation and manifesting as well. Meditating, I didn't really know if that was something that was for me, but that makes sense where it's just a time to refocus and concentrate on the things that are important to you. Exactly. And I also feel like meditation, it doesn't always have to be where you're 
sitting and you're in a seated, seated position or you're laying down in like coarse pose. It can be while you're doing what, some of your favorite hobbies or if you're cooking and you just find that state of peace and allow your mind to wander or even clear, you know, and just focus on what you're doing. Okay. So how would you describe your style of yoga and how does it differ from traditional yoga practices? I would say my style of yoga is different from traditional yoga because I've studied so many different styles from, you know, Hatha, Kundalini, Kemetic, Egyptian yoga, uh, Vinyasa. I've even, as a student myself, dropped into like trap yoga or booty yoga. So there's so many different styles out there. So I incorporate all those different styles, like take different pieces from each one that I've learned. And I switch it up based on like whatever energy I'm feeling from the class or whatever I feel like that you know, the universe is leading me to like work on. And then I have recently gotten into contortion training. So I incorporate a little of the contortion training aspect into the yoga style. So hold on, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how does that work when you're in a yoga class incorporating contortion? Because a lot of people, like you said, yoga isn't necessarily you being flexible right so like somebody like myself will use as an example right i'm not a flexi person i'm not gonna be trying to do no contortionist (laughs) moves so how do you get your students to feel comfortable with something that may be on the bendy flexi side i incorporate it in there because i'm constantly reiterating focus on your breath work the breath work is the key to yoga and becoming more flexible with time as you focus on your breath work, you're sending signs to your nervous system like, relax, what you're doing is okay. So eventually your body will give more and more and more. So when I'm incorporating aspects from contortion, obviously I'm not like going to the deep end like, oh, bring your foot to your head right now. But it's the aspect of just working towards building that strength and flexibility while breathing constantly, intentionally breathing. Like we got lost as a culture on like, how important breath work is. Gotcha. Okay. Now that makes a little bit more <laughs> sense. Okay. Cause I was like, wait, but it's nice to see that there's some overlays in the breath work as well as when you breathe, it kind of allows your muscles to just release. So what are some of the top benefits of yoga? I would say the top benefits of yoga, it reverses the signs of aging, believe it or not. It can actually reverse graying in the hair, just moving and getting oxygen flowing through your body. Um, it helps with releasing um, pain that you may have been going through, like if, you, if you've been struggling with back pain or alleviating arthritis symptoms or even preventing things like that in the future. It helps release stored trauma as, as we get older or just things that we may have been through in our lives, our body holds on to those things in different spots. So just releasing that and allowing you to balance your different energy centers and improve sleep. And you can also reduce stress, you know, and you're not going to be Zen 24 seven. That's not realistic at all, but it helps you to, to get to that place when you take a serious approach at um, having a a regimen of yoga in your life in some way. Awesome. Okay. So our next question, how do you think yoga can become more inclusive and accessible to black people? Because typically when you go to yoga classes or yoga studios, it is not full of African-Americans. It just isn't. I just feel like uh, we just continuously need to add on more black yoga instructors and we need more black owned yoga studios all over in different neighborhoods and different communities. And I feel like that one of the main reasons that a lot of black people like you and I are the exception, but a lot of black people don't do yoga is because of this perception that is 
propagated through media and social media. Like, like a lot of people are intimidated to even try yoga because they think they have to already be flexible. And, you know, it's not about that. Like, it's a, it's a, a benefit you get from doing yoga, getting more flexible and things like that. And anybody can start at any age range. So some people think like, oh, I, I, maybe if I were younger, I could have started it or if I can already touch my toes. But if you start doing yoga, you'll eventually be able to touch your toes. So just highlighting the everyday person and what they may go through. Because like I was saying earlier, we have become out of tune with nature and out of tune with our bodies. Children, they move around all the time. They always constantly jump in and playing. We still need to move our bodies. It's so necessary. So we need to highlight the everyday person that started from somewhere and show and show people that it's not all about the, the super bendy or the super like cool things. And it's not just for the 20 something year olds or just for everybody. And it's great for families to do it together. My husband and I, when we started doing it together, we started getting even closer because it was like a connection we both shared and we were both bettering ourselves in the process individually. So getting the family involved doing it children can do it. It teaches them more discipline and more focus. So it's for everybody. And also I want to add to that. It's for everybody type as well. And body size type, anybody size. And, you know, and it's not just for somebody who been an athlete their whole lives and did gymnastics or ballet. Like literally I never did anything athletic before doing yoga. Like yoga was my first thing where I did where I moved my body in different ways. So So yeah, yoga is really simple in a lot of ways. Yoga is, like she said, simply touching your toes sometimes. There are very simple poses that you could do for yoga and really focus on your breathing that goes a long way. So what do you hope to achieve as a yoga instructor when you're teaching your students? What are are your goals? Or in general, as a yoga instructor, what is your goal? Well, honestly, like health is so important to me, doing things as holistically as possible. So as a yoga instructor, I just hope to inspire people to take good care of their bodies. And, you know, your body is your vehicle. It's the only one you have in this lifetime. So like self-care is a real big buzzword now, but self-care isn't always about, you know, taking nice bubble baths and, and putting masks on your face. It's also about just taking a few minutes and to decompress and breathe and move your body to whatever that looks like for you. I like that you hit on something. Like <laughs> here at the August Light, we're really yeah. big on self-care in different ways. And I'm happy you said that self-care doesn't necessarily have to look like a bubble bath. It doesn't have to look like a facial or a massage or whatever. Self-care is simply sometimes taking time to yourself. It is taking a moment to breathe. It is taking a moment to decompress. It is taking a moment of silence for yourself. It is taking a moment to unplug from your phone. You, exactly. Whether it's a minute or two, <laughs> just put your phone down, hop off the computer, cut the TV off. Those still are self-care things you can do that cost nothing. Now, since we're giving advice right now, but what advice would you give someone that needs help with settling their mind during yoga or meditation? Honestly, I would say set yourself up for success and also have realistic expectations. So what I mean by that is uh, realistic expectations. Like, don't think that on your first few times that you're going to be able to sit for 30 minutes and have a clear mind with, with nothing <laughs> passing through your head. I mean, that's my expectation. I ain't going to lie. Know, that's that's, that's what uh, social media has set us up to believe that yoga is and meditation is, all right? Right, right. But that's not realistic with everything that's going on in life. And what I mean by set yourself up for success is set up your area that you're going to meditate in. So 
you know, set up a room where you have as minimum distractions as possible. Clean, because, you know, clutter and stuff, You like, you don't want to go in an area where you still have laundry you need to fold, because that's subconsciously in your subconscious of things you need to do. Also, be in a clean space. Burn your favorite incense, your favorite candles, whatever you like to smell. Put some essential oils in your diffuser. Well, she said my favorite word, candles. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. I know the August Light Candle Co. Plug, shameless plug, okay? Get yes. you one. And those candles are amazing, by the way. They smell so good. Thank They're you. so luxurious. <laughs> thank you. And thank that you. is the perfect candle to burn for your meditation. So get your favorite candle, your incense, your essential oils in your diffuser. Uh, maybe even put some essential oils on yourself. Whatever you like to smell, wear comfortable clothing, things you don't feel rigid in or stiff in that you can move and breathable. Make sure it's a comfortable temperature in the in the environment. Have pillows around if you need some for back support or anything like that. And get yourself in a position, whether that's laying down or sitting down, that you can be comfortable in for a few minutes. And then once you do all that, so you <laughs> So basically, so after you got your pillows, got your candles, got right. your incense, you done got the temperature right in the room, <laughs> you done made sure that there's no clothes in the corner. Right. Once you done made sure your space is good and free of distractions and how you want it to be, then what do you do, Sharon? So then you start to close your eyes and just start focusing on your breath work again. And you're going to have random thoughts passing by, like, oh, I got to pay this bill. I got to call this person. Or I got to send this email. Let them pass. Acknowledge the thought. Why are you thinking the thought? And then if you find that your mind is still, your thoughts are not starting to slow down, find something that you would like to focus on in your life or manifest, I should say. So if you want to manifest a new house, imagine that house. Imagine what it looked like. Get so deep in your imagination of this, this house that you want to manifest. And those other thoughts will start falling by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And you will then start to like get lost in the thoughts of what you want in your life. And then you'll find yourself getting to a more and more relaxed state. As you're slowly breathing, <laughs> focusing on deeply inhales and exhales. You might have like maybe 30 seconds, 15 seconds of like just a free, clear mind of basically like clearing the cookies like you would do on your computer. And then eventually... With practice, you'll find that you're able to do it quicker. You're able to tap into this state of mind or this state of being quicker and longer. So um, have realistic, realistic expectations and set up your environment for success. Create the vibe that you want. Okay, she just gave us a word on that because I, I need <laughs> to hear that clearly because <laughs> anytime that I sit down and try to do yoga or go to a yoga class, I promise you, my mind start going through the grocery list, what I forgot to get at the store, what bills I got to pay, who I didn't call back, what I didn't do for my show, what I didn't do for the candle company, what audition I got to do. All this other stuff just start coming through my head. Exactly. Let those, let, let those thoughts pass. Briefly acknowledge them. And then if you find like, you know what, too many thoughts is coming through. Let me find one thing to focus on. I also want to add it on to uh, meditation advice is You don't have to be in complete silence either. So you can find like, you know, some meditation music you can put on, maybe some nature sounds, some instrumentals, jazz music, uh, things like that. I would stray away from, you know, actual music with uh, lyrics unless it's meditation. I use the Balance app. They do it like that. All right. It's that time of the show where I like to do something fun with my guests, you know, something interesting, something practical. And today is no different, y'all. Shemaine over there looking at me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love when I get to this part of the show because apparently it's like the voice I do. I think it scares my guests. They're like, oh my God, what am I about to do right now? Okay, today's fun segment, we will be doing a visualization exercise with Jermaine, followed by an inspirational quote. It's simple. I'm going to be the participant. And at this point, you all, you all can participate as well when you're listening. Make sure you are somewhere that you could actually stop and do the visualization with us. Do not do it if you are driving or somewhere where you cannot focus or you may hurt yourself or something. All right. We're going to let Shemaine take over and guide us. Okay. For manifestation, I find that when you want to do manifestation techniques, it's very good to imagine yourself already there and having that thing you want or what it feels like and who's around you and getting really deep as far as where your imagination goes, but also having realistic aspects of your imagination, like imagining an outfit you already have and you're wearing it while you're there or, you know, driving in your mm -hmm. actual car. So, so for this manifestation exercise, I want you, Asa, to think about what it is you want. Do you want to tell me or, or do you want to keep it? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with the house because that one has come up a couple of times. Okay. And at this point, I already have a house, but I want a bigger house okay. because this last year and a half has taught me that I actually do need more space and I've kind of outgrown it in the sense of all the things that I do. So we're going to visualize a house. Okay. Yes. You are going to visualize this bigger space. So I want you to... Take a moment to take a slow, deep inhale. Suspend the breath and hold it for as long as you can. And exhale, slow and deep. And then take another deep inhale. And a slow exhale. And then one more deep inhale. Really let your abdomen contract to your spine as you inhale. Hold the breath in for as long as you can. Move your tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth. And then exhale, releasing the breath, allowing your belly to release. So as the air is exhaling, imagine this house, what it looks like. What color is it painted? Does it have bricks outside? Is it two stories? What does the driveway look like and feel like as you drive up to it? What does it feel like when you put the key in the door and you open the door? What's your entryway like? Are you in an open concept space? Do you have high, beautiful ceilings that you're looking at? What do you do when you normally come home? Where do you put your keys down in your bag? Like, where are you putting it down in this space? When you walk to the kitchen, what's the kitchen look like? Imagine getting some water out of the refrigerator. Imagine what the stove looks like when you're getting ready to prepare your meal for your guest that's going to come over. Imagine when you retreat after entertaining everybody. When you retreat to your master bedroom, what does it look like? How does it feel when you take off your clothes and go into your master bathroom to 
take a nice bath before bed. What does it feel like when you're in your beautiful room and you want to do some stretching before bed? And imagining the artwork on the walls and the room is clear and free of clutter and and how comfortable your bed is. Imagine what it feels like to wake up and the sunlight peeking through your windows and how much natural light comes in your home. And what it feels like to walk through your house and start your day and Imagine it as if you are there right now. And what are you wearing? Are you wearing your favorite outfit? Are you wearing your cozy home clothes that you like to be in? And as you continue to think about these things, take some deep inhales and exhales. Move in and breathe into your own rhythm of your breath. And imagine yourself breathing, just being in your new home. And you are there. You are already there. It is here. And I like to close off things with ashe. It's an affirmation, so will it be, or so shall it be. Or it can be the equivalent to saying amen or amen. Ashe. And how did that feel? Did you feel like you were there? I did. I'm very much in the new home. Ah, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now, okay, everybody wake back up. Now, before I finish anything, you have an inspirational quote you said you wanted to share with yeah, us. Yeah, I you do. Know. Actually, it's a quote that I learned from one of my yoga instructors when I was first starting out. We were always in every class saying that how you do anything is how you do everything. The intention that you put behind anything you do is what you will receive out of everything you do. Every And the goal is always abundance, abundance in health and prosperity and love. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. How you do anything is how you do everything. So I need y'all to remember that, all right? Now, this has been amazing. I'm so thankful that you agreed to be a guest. You came through. You shared your knowledge with us. Um, I've really enjoyed having you. But before we get out of here today, is there anything you want to leave the people with, like your IG handle, company website, anything you want to tell the people before we go? Yes. So I I also do myofascial release. So that greatly improves mobility, range of motion, decreases pain that you may have been experiencing in the body. But you can find me on Instagram, Peace Release Remain. I do private sessions. I do group classes. And I'm getting ready to actually start doing some virtual yoga classes and some virtual um, private flexibility classes and group classes. So find me on IG. There's a link in my bio there uh, where you can find all this information. All right, y'all. You know, as always, I will tag her IG handle in the show notes so that you can find her on Instagram, visit her sites, buy some holistic cosmetics. Yes. You know, book your Myofascial release. Book your myofascial release. And y'all. Your flexibility, your yoga, whatever. All right, y'all. Until next time, be a light, an August light. 
Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by this show, tell someone about it. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review about it somewhere, anywhere. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light and at the August Light Talk on Clubhouse. Oh, and check our Instagram every week for the weekly queue.